You are listening to the postcast presented by the Locked On Senators podcast and the Glebe Central Pub. Shout out to the Glebe Central Pub at 779 Bank Street. Visit them for great food, tasty drinks, and oh yeah, how about the Sens bus? The shuttle goes to and from the CTC for only $17 round trip. Sue leaves an hour and 15 minutes before the game from the Glebe. And they bring you right back afterwards. Shout out to the Glebe Central Pub. I'm Ross Levitan. With me, as always, it's Brandon Piller. Pillsy, we are breaking down a 5-4 Senators loss to the Dallas Stars. It's a game where they led 1-0. They led 2-0. They led 3-1. They led 4-2. And in the third period, they decided, nah, we don't even want a loser point. Yeah, I know. We can't even get that loser point. It always seems to slip away from the Ottawa Senators. And Ross, I think the worst part about this game is I can't believe I actually allowed myself to think the Ottawa Senators weren't going to screw this one up. Like two goals on two shots. That's a good start to the game. Ross, we talked about it. I hope they have a good 10 minutes, 100% on your first two shots. Hell yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And then you get Jake Ottinger, unfortunately, has an injury and has to leave. But I would much rather have a cold Scott Wedgwood over a Jake Ottinger. So now you're thinking this is even better. What a start. And just eventually over time, the Ottawa Senators are not able to hold up here. And Ross, I know we're a hashtag goalie friendly show, but man, the second and third goals, I got to put a lot of that on 4Z. The, the second or I think the third goal, I think that was just the clean shot by Lindell, or was that the second one? Uh, one sec, I've got it in my notes here. I, That's to the me, second the, one, and yes, that was exactly. 10 seconds after the send scored raw. So, your least favorite thing ever as the announcer is announcing a goal, bang, they bring it back within one, and then yeah, the next goal was not great either. Tough, no, the the next goal was even worse. Like Thomas Harley just puts a little backhand flub shot. And these goalies, they're so addicted to going into their reverse VH. He looks so uncomfortable the way he's, the way he's got his knee down. Well, Ross, the problem isn't that he's in reverse VH. It's that he decides to get out of it for a split second. If he would have stayed like that, there's no, there's no gap where that was. And Harley can poke at it all he wants, but there's no gap. I saw the second angle slowed down on the uh, Dallas broadcast and they showed that he's in reverse VH and then he moves, opens up a little and that creates enough space for Harley to tap it in. So, but either way, like that's, that's Harley making something out of nothing. And that's something that Forsberg just don't move, hold the wall, hold that off and you're going to be fine there. But ultimately that's two bad goals that can't happen if you're going to give your t- uh, team a chance to win here. Two awful goals for Anton Forsberg, and he looked really just uncomfortable even outside of that. Yeah. In the first period, like, yeah, that second goal is bad. First one, like, it, it's, you know, it, it's a bang-bang play. Um, Pavelski backdoor, right? And and it's a, a power I don't blame Forsberg on that one. No, but at some point it's you need a save. penalty killing. You need a save. Oh, yeah, where all three guys just charge the blue line to take out the one guy. Yeah, it's ter- like that one. Look, I'll I'll call uh, out a bad uh, goalie if I have to, but that was not Forzy's fault on that one. 
All right, let's get into some goaltending conversation here. We are going to break down this whole game. If you're watching this on Saturday morning, we know we're starting these ones late. We'll be back at our regular scheduled time, 10, 15 minutes after the final horn on Sunday when the Senators take on a pissed-off Golden Knights team that just blew a third-period lead at home. And, oh, yeah, that was an Atlantic Division team that gets the win, the Buffalo Sabres. Swanky Pants, we appreciate you, brother. Pilsy, you agreed with him. A few weeks ago, the Corpy should be the number one. He thinks maybe on vibes high or on the high vibes, or is it because you're high? Can the organization put some heat on and say we have a number one goalie? That's an interesting question. Does the team come out and say, yeah, Corpus Allo is the number one goalie? I don't think that would do them a whole lot of good. And I mean, neither their numbers are very good. I saw a lot on Twitter at Send Central, people tweeting in saying, where's Mad Sogard? We want Mads back because at least last year, there were some stinkers in there. There were some good games in there. But what you could at least sell was that he's young and there's potential. <laughs> These guys are at their potential, and it's yeah. not very good right now. Uh, Mr. Pants, if you have to ask, should we say this guy's the number one goalie? You probably shouldn't. It should be clear. Like Corpusalo should be so blatantly obvious that he's your number one. We're not even having this conversation, right? But on any given night, I don't feel too comfortable or confident in either of these goalies, unfortunately. Now, that's not me saying every single loss along the way. Uh, 14 of them, by the way, if we're uh, if I'm adding the updated loss properly here. That's not to say all those losses are on the tendies, but neither of these goalies has really shown that they can instill confidence, at, at least uh, for my sake. And Ross, tonight, Forzy did not look confident at all. There was a couple plays where a puck squeaked between his legs, and he kind of did the shrug shoulders, like, oh, man, it got through me again. And it just went out the other side of the crease, and he already kind of gave up on the play. And it's classic Forzy. If he's not getting 35-plus or 40 shots, he's not in the game, and he's letting in these squeakers early that end up costing the sense. So... I don't know. I, I wish I had a more confident answer for you, Swanky Pants, but I guess I would give the slight edge to Corpy still. Slight edge? Yeah, slight edge because nobody's come out and grabbed the number one job. And, and this, to me, th- this was a goalie loss tonight. Like, you outshoot the team 29-24. I mentioned all the leads they had in this game. Like, this was a game that a good team finds a way to win. I don't care it's the second half of back-to-back. And DJ, after the game, saying we were down to nine forwards, for a lot of this game, is he including Vladimir Tarasenko in this? So if you're just joining, I mean, everyone watched the game tonight. You knew Vladimir Tarasenko was away with a family matter. Like he can't honestly be saying he's down a forward because a guy didn't dress. Like you had 12 forwards when you started the game. Like, are we playing with five D because Thomas Shabbat wasn't playing? Hey, Ross, we've built the slogan Hashtag not math, guys. I don't think we should be sitting here chastising DJ Smith if he got his math wrong on that one. There's well, plenty of other know. things we can get we can get on him for, but I well, no, I I think he might have meant I think he might have meant Vladimir Tarasenko, but that's neither here nor there. The Senders did have to battle through a pair of injuries in this one. Matthew Joseph only played four minutes and forty three seconds in the first period before he came up limping on a a, a non contact play. He was galloping through the neutral zone. He looked like he tried to jump to avoid contact with the puck as it went to the the high man at the blue line and uh, and came up limping. The left did not return. And then Rourke Chartier uh, in the second period was injured. He even played less. I didn't less. see what happened to him. 
I didn't see the play either, but yeah, uh, yeah. did not return, did not play in the third period. But again, as well, like how many shifts is Rourke Chartier going to get in the third period anyways? Three, four? Like it's not like it was Tim Stutzla yeah. or Brady Kachuk out. Like these are guys you should be able to, you know, still be able to, you know, move forward with. The Senders entered tonight with a lead in the third period. They were 9-0-0 in that situation this year. Now make it 9-1. and And like y- you could just tell. And it, it it does kind of bring you back to how good goaltending exudes confidence. Mm-hmm. Like when they were up four two, I I really I feel like a lot of people in the chat too. A lot of people could tell that they were not going to win that game. Yeah, it. I don't know. I thought they had enough that they could hold on to this, but Senators going Senator, and yeah, that's that second goal was really tough. Like Lindell just. Gets in there, clean shot, beats 4Z. Like, that makes it 3-2 at that point. Those are the momentum killers. That's especially 10 seconds after Batherson just scores that goal to make it 3-1. And then, boom, you don't even get to enjoy that at all. And now it's a one-goal game again. So, you can't have those momentum killers, especially, Ross, with the team that's as fragile as the Ottawa Senators mentally. Fragile is a great way to put it. Now, with those injuries, we expect Yuri Smekal to get called up. Uh, we'll get that official announcement on Saturday. But we here at Locked On Centers, as first reported on Locked On Centers, we believe it'll be Yuri Smekal getting called up, put back in the lineup. He only had a, a, a what? Uh, an amuse bouche? Yeah, in 12 total his, minutes, I think, is minutes. what he's at. Yeah. So get him back in the mix here, and, yeah, and hopefully Vladimir Tarasenko is uh, is back sooner rather than later because the Sens need them. This road trip is not getting any easier in Vegas on Sunday night, in Arizona on Tuesday, and then finishing off in Colorado on Thursday. So a big set of games in the upcoming week. But let's uh, let's focus on a bit of positives here, Pilsy. Drake Batherson looks phenomenal. He was uh, he was at his best tonight, and you know he's he's producing points. He's looking decent in the defensive side of the puck, uh, and he got this team off and running in the first period with uh, with a pair of points. Uh, first, I mean Travis Hamnick. That's call it what you want, but uh, I thought Drake's Drake's goal was was pretty high skill. Yeah, especially that uh, that goal that makes it what two nothing. There is that. That he was the two nothing goal, yeah, his because Hamannick scored on the first one, and then it was him uh, with the second. No, uh, sorry, I guess I'm talking about his second goal. Sorry, I'm lost. On oh, my that was later. Here. That was at the start of the second period. That made it four two. Yeah, but the thing I wanted to note out about that goal is I feel like Ross. That's the kind of grade A chances Batherson has been getting, and normally he hits the crossbar on that one. Yeah, like it was nice for him to finally be able to bury it, and not just uh, the the first goal like you were mentioning, but the second goal too. Uh, too bad you didn't have your Batherson three points trends going. I was waiting for that tweet to resurface, Ross. But yeah, a nice game for Batherson. I, I would agree. Yeah, it, it was a nice game for him. He's the second senator hitting, hitting double digits in goals, joining Brady Kachuk. He's up to 10 right now. Uh, Drake Batherson is. I'm just looking. These three unanswered goals just kill me. And how about, I mean, how have we not mentioned this so far? Hashtag sends abroad. Matt Duchesne scores the game winner against the Ottawa Senators. Like, doesn't that just feel like a, a nice twist? Yeah, that's that's the kind of loss that the Ottawa Senators deserve, apparently. And the worst part about that, Ross, is... That's such a weird play. Like Duchesne goes all the way back to the blue line, almost puts himself offside, is able to get out of pressure, is able to get open to receive a one-touch pass right away, and then does 
a backhand spin move that Josh Norris puts in his own net. And that's the game winner when you're up 4-2. <laughs> like, come on. Like, only the Ottawa Senators can shoot themselves in the foot like that. <laughs> Damn. I mean, what more is there to, to really say? It's poetic. Hey, I, I stick with this, though, because we, we can get on individual players. And we got on Jacob Chikrin after last night's game. He was one of their best players tonight. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I was going to save him for my Ascend Central standout presented by the Glee. We'll Central get to Club. that. But I just wanted, I wanted to note him because whenever we're hard on guys, I do like to give credit where it's due. Same with Tim Stutz. Like, we want to be the big – we're literally still wearing the logo on our head after another loss. Like, we want to be the biggest yeah. water carriers for this team. No one I, wants that more than us. <laughs> nobody <it>. does. <laughs> nobody does. People want it as much, but nobody wants it more. 937 episodes, zero playoff games covered. We want Zero playoff games. We haven't even been at 500 for more than 10 episodes. We only have a handful of meaningful games that we've We got don't even have about. games in hand anymore, really. Some. But it's a joke because they're not winning any of the hand just yet, Ross. No, there's we got like one hand. Yeah, exactly. But but they're not winning games. Like now it's back to back losses. Now they've lost three of four. Yeah. And if you go if you go back since coming back from Europe, now all of a sudden that those three wins in four games. Come on. That seems like a lifetime ago. Seems like a lifetime ago. Now they're uh, they're three, three and six. In the last nine games. And then you look at the home record. Let's assume you're GM and have to make a trade to send a message. And assuming that DJ's here the rest of the season. Who are you trading and what position or role are you bringing in? That's from Sensburner. Appreciate you, Sensburner. Um, So with this question, there's a lot of different ways that that we can I got an answer if you you need to think about it for some time, Ross. Please mostly the role I'm going to refer to here. And I was thinking about this the other day. I think I might've mentioned it. I feel like when Pinto comes back in, you're probably going to move Greg to the wing. And then where's Kubelik go? Cause you're not going to put Greg on the fourth line. I feel like he's been playing good and deserves a better chance. Kubelik on the fourth line. Isn't going to be sucks. He yeah, sucks. That's, that's a, that's a more direct way to get to what I was getting at. But yes, that's that's fair criticism for now, Ross. And Mid- but- midway through the game, Pilsy, I looked at it and his shot share when he was on the ice, zero attempts for while he was on the ice. Not even just him, and uh, twelve against. And the shots ah. were like the shots were like fifteen to eleven. I was like, how this is was, this yeah. even possible? And this wasn't a high shots game, so like for you to be a part of that many shots uh, uh, against, that's that's brutal. Um, but what I was getting at the role, I think this team needs is a third line player that is physical and defensive more than has a great shot or is a goal scorer. They've got enough goal scoring. Let the top six worry about that. I feel like they need a guy like, I don't know necessarily that this him specifically, but a Marcus Felino type uh, Ross, maybe uh, someone you'd be more familiar with, like a Adam Lowry, right? Like guys well, that you're not going to get a captain, you know? Like I'm not, no, no, no. Those... that's that's what I'm saying. Not those guys specifically. That mm-hmm. type of player that's going to provide something different to this bottom six that they don't need uh, a Kubalik to try to be scoring goals when you've got a top six that's so loaded here, especially Tarasenko. Like you don't need Kubalik if you have Tarasenko. So you got to find a way to bring in other roles and i feel like too and maybe the chat can uh the, can ch- let me the know. chat saying the sh- the chat saying nick paul 
Yeah, I'm like, okay, yeah, that's honestly the perfect sample. Yeah, how did I miss that? Nick Paul, literally, that's a guy I'm, I'm talking about trying to get towards. So, yes, great job, the chat. Um, I forget what I was gonna. What I was. Well, gonna I'll, I'll pick it up here because yeah, I've kind of fi- I've kind of figured out my my answer to this, and the answer is I'm not trading anybody because yes. and look because I know that I'm I'm cheating, well, maybe but yeah, but the, but like Sens Burner wrote and others where it's just like. That doesn't move the the needle, right? No. Like it, it's one, you're not going to get anything for them, and two, what what are you going mean, to send the message to the room? Nobody's going to notice if he's there or not. Nobody's even going to notice. Yeah. So no, that that's not the guy. That's not the guy. But like, I don't know. At this point, you might as well clear the space. Right, but I mean, no I talked offense. about this last night on the postcast. I talked about it on Twitter at Sense Central. It's it's a matter to me of all of the top end players on this team, from Tarasenko and Giroux to all the young players, the three guys they drafted in the top five and Stutzla, Sanderson, Kachuk. You have guys who all have individual pedigree. These guys didn't just forget how to play hockey overnight. No. They they're all great players in their own right. I I truly believe. Same. At least, like, there's there's guys around the edges, I think. But to me, the, the one constant is the coaching. And we've seen too many examples now where a coaching change is made and then the team starts winning. Or, so or why, at least has some sort us? of change, Ross, at the very least, why has a change us? and stops yeah. digging towards the bottom of the standings here. Yeah, I, and that's the thing, like, this iteration, this era of the Ottawa Senators has had so many chances and have tried to tinker around. There's there's really only one area they have not tinkered around with, and it's so painfully obvious that the only assumption I can come to is that ownership is like, hey, we just got here. We're not going to shake things up. If we have to punt this season, we punt this season, and then next year we clean everything up the way we want, and then we start fresh because – we only just got in here where, but like if you're an Ottawa Senators fan, you're like, you don't understand. We've already been resetting. We've already been clean slating. We've already shipped things out. Like we can't be doing that anymore. Cause then you're setting yourself back even more. And we can't do that. We can't be doing that. Uh, Wally asks, what does DJ have on this organization? Serious question. Thank you, Wally. Uh, what I'll say to you is I think he has a yes man mentality and I think he's very likable. I think that that's what he has. And, and you know, he's going to tell the, the owner what he wants to hear. And I mean, results are, are going to show enough eventually. But at this point, it's like, I think that stability is kind of a catchphrase, but I also think that they were naive enough, maybe Steos and and uh, and uh, Ann Lauer, that they're like, oh, it's not going to be, you know, a crippling thing. And tonight wasn't on DJ Smith in particular. I really don't. Yeah. Tonight, if Forsberg even has a decent game, they win. Yeah, like they were up two nothing five minutes in. I think what you can really get on them for is the penalty kill and and the power play. Those are still awful. The power Agreed. play sucks. Like the power well, play does nothing. The only thing the power play did, Ross, was allow a shorthanded goal. Yeah. So they allow a shorthanded goal. They allow a power play goal. They allow a goal in the final minute of the period. And they allow, or sorry, in the final couple minutes of the period there. What was it? Uh, oh, no, it wasn't. It felt like it. The, um, the Essel and Dell goal that answered. That's the one I, I meant. 10 to seconds say. after they scored. Yeah. Exactly. So they, they did that, the old answer goal. So they, they basically had a bit of everything tonight. And the Senators just, they have no answer. 
They have no answer. I don't want to be watching Mackling Celebrini at the World Juniors and be like, oh, he could be a senator. I really don't. We've so, been yeah, doing that, Ross. Fano's mentioning they're minus one for three on the power play tonight. Yeah, that is how they should uh, do the power play is you get negative points there. But, yeah, the special teams have been awful. And we talked about it, that uh, the penalty kill has been so, so bad. And yet again, another brutal night as – I don't know what was going on there where all three guys and they're already collapsed so tight towards the net. And then three of them just go diving for the puck like that, leaving guys wide open. Like that's one of the easiest goals. Joe Pavelski's ever going to score ever. And he scored a lot of goals. <laughs> yeah. I think that goal moved them. Uh, they were saying on the broadcast eighth all time in uh, American born players and points. Oh, that's pretty good. Great yeah. to be on the wrong side of it. Really cool. Classic really sense, cool. eh? Classic sense. You know what? I feel like I need I need a time amongst friends. I need a drink. I need oh. to go to the Glebe Central Pub. The postcast is always brought to you by the Glebe Central Pub. The Glebe Central Pub, right in the heart of the Glebe. 779 Bank, Bank Street. It's a walking distance from Lansdowne. So if you're going to do some shopping, whatever the case may be, you can go check them out at the Glebe Central Pub. 779 Bank Street. Not only do they have fun interactive events like the Arsenal Supporters Club, like Atletico Ottawa when they're in season. They they march down from the pub and go to the games the whole time. They also have open mic nights and comedy nights, a speed dating night every once in a while. You always know there's something fun going on at the Glebe Central Pub. And make sure you check out their Sens shuttle next time you're heading to the Sens game. Leave your car at home and let Sue do all the driving. Sue's awesome. She leaves an hour and 15 minutes before the game. Everybody's having a good time on the bus. You get there in time for puck drop, and you'll be right back at the Glebe Central Pub after the game. So buy your tickets on the website at theglebecentralpub.com slash sends bus. So go check them out. Glebe Central Pub. Glebe Central Pub right in the heart of the Glebe. We love our friends at the GCP where the vibes are free. Nice, nice. This episode is also brought to you by our friends over at eBay Motors. Guys, eBay Motors is the spot for anything you want to maintain your vehicle vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, yup. Roof racks, yup. Exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, you know eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts, you will always find what you're looking for. And with eBay's guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride or you get your money back. It's simple because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not burning cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that dub. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. Check it out today, guys. eBay Motors. All right, welcome back to the postcast. I'm Ross Levitan alongside Brandon Piller here for the Locked On Senators podcast. Make sure you're following along on Twitter at Send Central. We're on Instagram, LockedOn.Senators, and we are here for you to vent or vibe after every single Ottawa Senators game. Yep. Now, there's been a lot of venting recently. This team cannot string wins together. Heck, they can't even get a win as they are 3-6 and six in their last mm. nine games. Things are really falling apart there i mean like i know we're scrolling back like right after i mean they've had a situation this season where they've had well they've had two three game win streaks but i'm going all the way back to the first one since that first one where i tweeted out saying that the sends are going to be a problem for the entire <laughs> nhl nice ross 
Since I tweeted out that the Sens are going to be a problem for the entire NHL, they've been a problem for one thing, and that is our collective mental health. The Senators have eight wins in 20 games since then, Pilsy. Eight wins in 20 games since then. Yeah, that uh, it's just too similar to last season, isn't it? Yeah, but it feels worse because it's like the once again, we convinced ourselves. It's going to be different this year. We yeah. we played games in Stockholm, but frankly, the syndrome remains. <laughs> yeah, honestly, this team has Stockholm syndrome on all of us here. And it's brutal because they have the pieces and they can get close enough where it almost feels attainable. But ultimately, it all it all falls apart. And... I can't. It's so hard to believe that they weren't even able to muster enough to get this game to overtime. Like, you gotta at least be able to do that. Especially, it's insane how many games are going into overtime and shootout this season around the rest of the NHL. It's so wild that the Senators are not a part of any of them on this continent. None. None. <laughs> None. So since that that heater at the start of the of the season, right? Because they won both games in Europe, so they are uh, they're actually six and twelve in North America since <laughs> since that. It is really tough times right now, and um, again, there, there's just one constant through it all, and that's what really, really <laughs> bothers me. Yeah, but I but like, what are we supposed to do? We're just gonna sit here and repeat ourselves night after night, day after day. We started Locked On Senators November of 2019, and DJ Smith was already the coach. We've done 939, I think, episodes as of today. Oh, I thought it was 37. No, no look, we've got it right here. Oh, jeez. Right from this morning. Oops. 930. Like we did 900. You're right, though. We have done 937, but then True, we've done two correct. more. Yes. So you are still correct. But... DJ Smith has been the only head coach through all 939 episodes. And Ross, we're probably going to get to a thousand. That's going to be wild. You Having think covered he's still going to be here at a thousand? thousand episodes. It's not that far away. A thousand episodes, no playoff games, same coach, two different owners, even like everything has changed. Uh, and the same two assistant coaches as well. Like yeah. that to me is what's mind boggling. They don't, they're not even like, same. Hey, why don't we just like get somebody out of here? That that's the thing. That would be the place to start in my mind. Again, not advocating for people to lose their job. These are two new job opportunities that I'm talking about here. But change is good. Change is. But good. at some point, Ross, it's not even change is good. It's it's change is change. Like you can't just keep doing this over and over. Oh, Steve's right, by the way. Uh, Steve King writes, they're actually 8 and 13 cents because Hockey Reference didn't add their latest loss. So. Oh, sick. <laughs> so th- thanks, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Sens fan and Van. We always appreciate it. The cute pupper is just um, uh, cherry on top. And I'm going to assume you're calling us stable losers. Uh, we're actually very unstable. I was going to say um, not that stable. Not that stable. But we are, but we are consistent. Uh, but we are consistent here, locked on senators. Like, do you, is it even worth going through the the game recap? Like, where you go through and you're like, oh, what happened here? What happened there? Bottom line is Anton Forsberg let in two goals that no NHL goalie should be letting in. One of them 
is it might even not be fo- pictured here. I thought this was the Thomas Harley goal based on how Forsberg is reacting at the side of his net, but that's actually another time where he was completely lost in his own net. So Ottawa loses this game 5-4. They outshoot Dallas 29-24. to Ottawa goes over three on the power play. Hey, you all see the graphics. If you're listening to this, um, the answer is it's not good. Nothing's good, but hey, they had 21 hits, so you know they worked hard. Um, Pilsy, you know what we should do? We should get some Send Central standouts presented by the Glebe Central Pub because unlike last night, the Senators, I thought, some of them had good games tonight. Yep. The Senators played well enough to win this game. That's what I want to get across right now. They played so well enough victory. to win this game. One thing, though, because okay, Josh Norris, he scored a goal. Nice little follow-up play on the Claude Giroux and Two goals. Goal. Well, so I'm right, just like you with the episodes. <laughs> oh, right. One went into his own net. <laughs> the game winner. You think he's ever thought about using like a an adult-sized hockey stick? Is his stick short? I haven't noticed. I've no, oh, you haven't noticed it? Okay, I'm noticing no. it more and more on the power play than anything. Okay. Because he always has to like choke down on his stick. He plays, and I know, I've heard him talk about it before as well. He plays with maybe the shortest stick on the team. And he's not a short guy. Like maybe at in least the six league. feet, right? Like here, this photo, I like it's hard to do it justice, but you can you can kind of tell from from this here, Pilsy. Because you can look how far oh he's hunched over. Oh my god! Yeah, that looks photoshopped. Like he's literally playing with a mini stick. Yeah. Okay. That is wild. Wow. And what you said he was explaining it. What's his What's his explanation for it? He can control the puck better. It's like, dude, there are so many opportunities where you just can't get the puck. And no offense, we're not too concerned about your puck control. We're concerned about your shot. Like you have an elite shot. Like you don't, you don't need to be stick handling in a phone booth. Just, just get that clap bomb off from your office, like you did thirty-five times a few years ago. Uh, do legit to quit saying the short sticks better for stick handling and face-offs. But like, have you guys not noticed? Like, am I taking crazy pills? But when he's on the power play, he never catches passes properly. Like he had the one timer before. It, it's basically gone. Stefano saying Norris is using Branny sticks now. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, he's had a couple zingers. Um, I don't. It definitely does have an effect on your reach, right? Like you're not going to be able to get those passes that are just off, or you're not going to be able to be able to get sticks in the lane as easy and things like that. But I, I get it with the control thing, but I just feel like there's other attributes that are so important to Josh Norris that maybe that he doesn't need to get that short of a stick, maybe a little bit shorter, not a mini stick out there. That is wild. Yeah, it really is. So note, ch- take a peek at that Sunday night against uh, against Vegas. Sense fan and van, you're too kind. You guys are way too kind. Um, the kids making millions need a new teacher. Uh, Here we are again saying the same thing, but like it, it bears repeating. DJ Smith, though, after the game, like he said, lots to build up. Like he's saying all the the things that you'd expect a coach yeah. to say in this situation. But uh, okay, enough of that conversation. Pilsy, give me a Send Central standout presented by the Glebe Central Pub. Okay, well, I mentioned it earlier, but I'm going to go with Jacob Chickern. We have been hard on him lately, and he got three assists here, which was a really good night for him. And I thought even defensively, there was a couple times where he made a really good effort to break up a cross slot pass. He played, he had a bunch of ice time. Did he lead the Sens 20? Yeah, he's 
leader on the Sens for time on ice. So that's the kind of performance we need from Jacob Chikrin, and it's too bad that it was not enough to help him get the win here. I mean, three assists, he had his guy. He certainly did, and uh, uh, he also, I thought, yeah, it was just solid all, all over the ice. Now, I will say, though, Pilsy, these weren't like tape to tape. It's in the back of the net assists. They showed all five Fair. of his because he had five consecutive assists, assists both last game and this one. They showed. I remember it, it the like, two last game were secondary. Was it the same case in this one, dude? One of them was it was the one on the Norris goal where where Giroux brought it up and Fair. Norris Norris gave Giroux the stretch pass. Chikrin gave it to Norris in his own zone. Then Norris had the lead pass. Rue did it all else, and then Norris tapped it in. But because Norris was the last one to touch it, they give it to the other guy. So <laughs> they, they put the, the compilation together at the start of the third period, and it was pretty comical like that how these assists came to be. Where, yeah, let's see, were they all? No, it was, well, the other one, he just gave the puck to Travis Hamnick, and the other one, he just gave the puck to Drake Batherson. They're primaries, though, so, hey, they count, but... Uh, like like Drake did all the work on his and, and Hamannick just had a you know a seeing eye shot that went in. Yeah, I guess I guess I mean obviously three assists looks good on the stat sheet, but I guess more what no. I was highlighting is his defensive play looked a lot better than it had recently. No, I agree. I, I think he was uh, one of the better senators tonight for sure, and uh, he also got uh, was it a stick or a he got something in the face because he, yeah, he was got uh, cut up on his cheekbone there. Yeah, he he's got some some zippers for sure in in this game and um and and a good one. I'm just pulling up his his advanced stats because everyone here I know everyone loves the advanced numbers. Um, no, tonight uh, Jacob Chikrin, uh, 18 shot attempts, 415 against, and he had an expected goals of 45. Uh, percent So right right kind of in the middle of uh, okay. of the pack there for the Ottawa Senators. But I like that Pilsy. I'm going to go with Tim Stutzla as my Sen Central standout in tonight's game. Two assists and. One of them in particular was like classic Tim Stutz. So this is what he needs to be at to be at his best. And that was the zone entry on Drake's second goal where Brady did some good work afterwards behind the net. But Timmy's zone entry, just weaving through neutral zone, coming in with speed and then being able to stop up and read the ice and put it on Brady's stick behind the net. And he didn't like panic with it like we saw in the last game. So, um, no, I like that from Tim Stutz. I thought he had a good night. He tried to even be physical at times tonight. Um, so he was he was engaged. And uh, if, if he has more of these efforts, it's going to be all good for him going forward. Yeah, he was second on the team in ice time. Even uh, he was so he was the top forward, wasn't he? Last night as well, Ross. Yeah, his his ice time's getting a little out of hand, but yeah. they're, pl- they're playing from behind all the time. Like Tim's, like a forward should not. What did he play tonight? Twenty four oh nine. Yeah, he played twenty three thirty five last night. So that's that's almost fifty minutes of hockey in two nights for well, Timmy. Ross, one of the things I was going to get at is these penalty killing units have a lot of top six guys on them, like. Timmy's playing there, Claude, uh, Josh Norris. Like, uh, you got a lot of guys that are playing a lot of five on five minutes, a lot of power play time, and then killing penalties too. Like, that's why I was saying, like, you need a third line Nick Paul type that can help uh, bear the load of some of these penalty killers. So, that would help cut down Timmy's ice time a bit here. So somebody's got to do it, but Hey, it, it's fun when he's out there. Cause um, what you have from, from Timmy is some superstar ability. And he showed that tonight. Do you have any others that you want to highlight uh, well, from the Ottawa Senators? Yeah, tonight? I got an honorable mention. And just like we talk about, we're hard on guys uh, when they're not good. And when they're good, you got to give them their flowers, give them their stick taps. 
I thought it was a nice game for Zach McEwen. Like, not anything that was, like, obviously monumental, but he was throwing hits out there. He had three shots. Um, I thought Active game. Yeah, an active game. That's what you want to see from him. And for your years, Mikel likely being the guy that's getting called back up, at least Zach McEwen had a good game. And DJ Smith uh, really emphasized this morning how they want to up the physicality. So, you know what? You got to play your roles. I don't usually uh, give Zach McEwen many stick taps, so I'm doing it now. Say something nice about Zach McEwen. That you just did. Uh, Another point for Claude Giroux. There, there's something else that I'll say is as we do want him to to really become one of those guys where when you look back at his tenure with the Ottawa Senators, the more points, the better. I thought he was all right tonight. What a uncharacteristic play for him when he went kind of one on three in the zone and he he just flipped it up into into the the netting. Yeah, that was a weird one. Even Ryan Suter after is like, yo, gee, what, like, what's up with that? <laughs> what, what what were you what were you doing? I don't know. I think he was just tired. Like that was a weird one. Very, very strange. Especially play. that's like a that's like a high pressure moment because right after that, didn't the Sens call a timeout and pull the goalie? Yeah, they did. Like you would have fa- much rather got in, got a shot on Wedgwood, and get the freeze there. Like weird play. Just a weird play. And at the end, at the end of the night, the Ottawa Senators come out with zero points. Pilsy, zero points. None. No, I would have loved a loser point, Ross. That's that's how lame and how down bad we are right now. We're stable losers that can't even get loser points. We can't even get any points, dude. But you know what we get? We get the defending Stanley Cup champions coming off a loss in their own building. We get to play them on Sunday night. You got any any thoughts on that? Uh, I mean, the Leams Martian is going to be at the game, so hopefully that sways things in the Ottawa Senators' favor. If anyone yeah, knows how to watch a hockey game in Vegas, it's that guy. Well, he's one in five with boots on the ground. This, this what about season. road record one in five? That's what matters here. Zero Ross. and zero. Zero exactly. and zero. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, Kevin was Kevin Hemana. Appreciate you, Kevin. Uh he was uh he was right with you. He's hoping for that loser point. Stable <laughs> losers. Are. Hoping if for loser was, points, if- Kevin. If we weren't worried about like search engine optimization and anything, the title of this postcast would be Stable Losers. Yeah, that's pretty on brand right now. Um, hey, I may be a loser, but at least I'm not alone, Ross. We got 208 <laughs> of our best friends here. I was listening to golf earlier today. Classic. Yeah, um, that was awesome. Yeah, I don't. This game up against Vegas kind of scares me, especially if Vladimir Tarasenko doesn't return. Let's spin the wheel before we go. The people want it. Let's spin the wheel. We're like, how could I argue it? We're in last place still. We've been in last guess, place. Guess where the senators are in points percent. Guess where they are. Sixth. You knew that? No, I'm guessing. There's 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 sixth. Okay, cool. Awesome. Sweet. Isn't that sick? Here, yeah, Jordy, sweet. get the go sends going there. Who is that? He's got a photo of Mike Comrie as his profile. That rules. <laughs> nice. Wait, Mike Comrie 1.0 or 2.0? 1.0. That's that's the Senegoth. Yes, that's definitely 1.0. Good. That's good 1.0. Uh, trivia, and I want the chat to get this too. Who did the Ottawa Senators trade to the Phoenix Coyotes for Mike Comrie? I still remember where I was when this trade went down. I should I should know this, but it's yeah. This it's is like your me. first year following the team. Yeah. Exactly. It's one twelve in the morning for me. 
I know. Oh, we've already got the right. We've already got the right answer. Shout out to Paul. Oh, I never would have got that. Alexi Kagarodov. I can't even say that name. So, (laughs) Alexi Kagarodov. I need to figure because I think he was a first round pick. I think he was a second round pick by the Ottawa Senators in 02. He played Mm. six NHL games for Ottawa, was traded, and went right back. To Magnitogorsk. KHL legend, though. Hey, good for him. Uh, played 800 games in Russia. Um, so, yeah, anyways, it's uh, six right now, Pilsy. This is very dire. Spin it. This. Oh, did we lose Ross? I think we lost Ross. The suspense is killing me. How does this spin turn out? And now let's just see how, how many it would take here before we get any sort of victory. Oh, my God. Pain. There we go. Second overall. There we go. Second it's... overall. Okay. Cool. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Sweet. Really appreciate everyone for, for sticking with us, man. These late night games, late night postcasts. I, I literally punched out the clock and I was right on here. We appreciate everybody. We wouldn't do this without you guys. Really cannot thank you enough. Um, <laughs> we, we really, really, really appreciate it. Pills, any final thoughts? Uh, this one, this one hurt a little more than usual because there was actual hope in this one. Uh, my wife just texted me saying, did the Sens win? I said, no. And I got that back. So you guys can all see Alfie. Alfie sad. Yeah. There you go. Alfie, I'll see you soon, brother. Guys, we'll be back in the postcast Sunday after the Senators lose. Wait, whoa, whoa. You didn't want to spoil the script. After the Senators play the Vegas Golden Knights. And stay tuned for that postcast because, one, it's going to be 10, 15 minutes. It's going to be right after the game. And, two, we're going to have a sloppy little Eames Martian call again, I'm sure. (laughs) Boots on the ground. That'll be interesting. He's got a high bar after my performance after the Leafs game on the bus with Sue. I remember it. That was We're great. having a blast. My mom texted me the next day. This is, I'll leave everyone with this. It's it's postcast after dark right now. My mom's going to watch this tomorrow. I'm be like, what the heck? She <laughs> says to me, sorry, I got to scroll back a little bit. December 7th. So it's after this. She goes, is there something wrong with your mouth? <laughs> <laughs> you definitely uh, were, were slurring a little, but not that it was, no one could understand you. Just you you had a green light. That's I said, said, LOL, what? She goes, were you just drunk in last night's podcast? You sound like you were lisping. <laughs> yeah. I said, all the yelling at the game, too. My voice is never great after. And she goes, it's not hoarseness. It's pronunciation. Yeah, people in the chat were giving you uh, Mike Tyson lisps. In their oh, comments. really? Like, oh, I'm Roth, like R O T H Levitan on L O F P. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was definitely a thing. Pilsy, what would your save percentage have been in this game? Oh, I don't know. I haven't played goalie in so long. I'll tell you, mine would have been better than Jake Ottinger. His was zero. Yeah, th- that's. That's so frustrating for Jake Ottinger leaving that game knowing you just laid a goose egg save percentage-wise. Yeah, seriously. Damn. But he, no, he doesn't get the win. Scott Wedgwood gets the win. Scott Wedgwood now 3-1 and one yep. against the Ottawa Senators in his career. So there you have it. 
All right. For Brandon Pillar, I'm Ross Levitan. Let's get some go sends goes in the chat. We appreciate you coming out with us after a 5-4 Ottawa Senators loss to the Dallas Stars. Next up, the Senators will take on the Vegas Golden Knights at 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock Eastern, right? Is it a – I got it right here. 8 o'clock Eastern, 8, 8 o'clock Eastern, Eastern, 7 o'clock for me. We'll be here after the game. For Brandon Piller, I'm Ross Levitan. This has been the postcast presented by the Locked On Senators podcast and – the Glebe Central Pub. Make sure you check out the Glebe Central Pub right in the heart of the Glebe. Visit them for great food, tasty drinks, and awesome vibes.